Hello and welcome to Stick to Sports Biz. I'm your host, Brandon Fleshman. One of the greatest challenges of my generation is conquering burnout. It's prevalent across industries, but it's by far the number one reason I hear from people who leave working in sports. And it's not specific to the people working behind the scenes. ESPN's Seth Wickersham recently published a feature story about LA Rams head coach Sean McVay that was pretty fascinating. Most interesting to me is what it says about the life of head coaches. But not just any head coach. With McVay, we're talking about someone with the potential to be the best to ever do it. When Sean McVay was hired by the Rams, he became the youngest head coach in NFL history at 30 years old. In 2017, his first year on the job, he won Coach of the Year, the youngest to receive the honor. With the Rams' Super Bowl win last February, McVay became the youngest to win it all. To the public, this boy wonder with California good looks and a model wife had it all. Of course, nothing in Hollywood is as perfect as it appears on the screen, right? Off camera, Wickersham paints the picture of a young man obsessed with success. He basically never sleeps and routinely gets to the office at 3am to start his day. If this shocks you, I can confirm from my time with the Raiders that even most assistant coaches sleep in their offices. They're always the first ones in and the last to leave, if they leave at all. If it didn't shock you, then you probably also won't be surprised by this. The average tenure of an NFL head coach is just over three years. From this article, I learned that McVeigh's grandfather actually worked as an executive in the 49ers front office, funny enough. Sean's father, seeing, or perhaps seeing from afar, the lifestyle that his father lived, decided to work in TV instead of pursuing a career with a sports team. He went on to become general manager at KTVU in the Bay Area. So naturally, when Sean took an interest in coaching after his playing days, his parents had their concerns. They knew it meant long nights, six months of intense preparation in season, more after that for the draft, constant traveling. They knew the toll it could take on someone, let alone a family. And Sean admits to wanting to have kids someday, but he also knows what that means for his career, given that he wants to be present in their lives. So when Amazon came knocking with an offer to make Sean McVay an announcer for Thursday Night Football, it must have felt like a full circle moment for him. He could pursue a career in TV like his father, or he could try to build a dynasty like his grandfather had with the 49ers decades ago. Of course, he chose to remain on the field rather than in the booth, but he's been faced with a question that I ran into in recent years. When you reach the mountaintop, what's next? And how much are you willing to give up for it? Coaches are a special breed, even more so the ones who can lead a team to the pinnacle of the sport. If you want to outcoach someone like Bill Belichick, it's going to take a lot of time and effort. McVay knows this all too well. In his first Super Bowl appearance a couple years ago, the Rams got schooled by the Patriots in what became the lowest scoring Super Bowl in history. The Rams failed to score a touchdown. McVay admits in the article that it took him to a dark place. He took full ownership of the loss to the media. He beat himself up. He got snappy with his family. He obsessed over making the team better. He and GM Les Sneed went out and made a trade 
to get quarterback Matthew Stafford. They traded away all their future picks for stars like Jalen Ramsey and Von Miller. He clearly didn't just want to win, he wanted to dominate by building the NFL's version of the super team Golden State Warriors. McVeigh admitted to being happiest when he's unhappy. A weird feeling that I can relate to, unfortunately. That I'm most driven when I'm the underdog, when I'm doubted, or when I'm challenged. That's the funny thing about burnout. It's often self-inflicted. Like McVeigh, I knew what I was getting myself into when I pursued a career in sports social media. I chose to look on the bright side when I worked late nights for low pay, or when I took on responsibilities beyond my job description. I could have set boundaries and said I was managing too many accounts or that I was no longer okay with working on weekends or at concerts or at weddings or on date nights or whenever a Woj bomb dropped after an NBA trade. After all, I wanted to win a title in my career, whatever that looked like off the field. But after a while, I didn't recognize who I'd become. Life seemed to be getting away from me and suddenly I had a kid on the way. And even though I've always been a planner and someone who thinks to the future, unlike McVeigh, I didn't always know this day would come. That I'd have to make a decision between professional success and personal health. I just so happen to be the same age as Sean McVeigh. He is the millennial coach. Like so many of us, he's ultra-focused and competitive. He has an intrinsic drive to succeed. He'll do whatever is necessary to win, even if it costs him. That's why some people think he'll retire in the next five years and head for the booth. Burnout is a topic that comes up often with guests on this show, and I think it's because we all feel it. Even if we don't all let it ruin the one thing we love and have in common, sports, if you work in the industry, or even if you don't, but you've felt the same kind of burnout, I wish I had answers to help you through it. The truth is, I'm still figuring it out myself. But I do think that McVeigh is on to something. First of all, having awareness and looking into your future and being honest with yourself about how long you can live this lifestyle is probably a good place to start. Second, having a partner or parents or family who support you and care about your mental health goes a long, long way. Finally, remembering that you have options is important. Coaching may be your passion, but hey, working the booth and partaking in press dining ain't so bad either. Plus, announcing pays way better. Just ask Tom Brady. Okay, maybe he's not the best example, but you're never stuck in one place. Your career and your life are what you make of it. So set boundaries when work starts taking over your life. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. As challenging as finding a work-life balance can be, It's important to understand your values and prioritize accordingly. After all, there's no record books in real life. It doesn't matter if you're the youngest to ever do it. It just matters that you do it. Alright, and with that, we'll be back with a new guest next week. So be sure to follow Stick to Sports Biz wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoyed this week's episode, let me know by giving the five-star rating or tell a friend or colleague about the show. I'd love to hear from you and get your feedback on the show. 
You can DM me on Twitter at Brandon Fleshman or email me at sticktosportsbiz at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening, and remember, you are more than what you do.